cash cattle prices weakened some last week, but stout optimism remains. The consumer price index roared higher in November, but so far consumer beef demand remains strong. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents West Israel. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 21st of December, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Cattle futures extended losses last week amid softer cash prices and dwindling direction as holiday schedules take hold. Outside markets added pressure with volatile downward trending equities due to inflation worries, but mostly stemming from the growing uncertainty from surging COVID infections. Fundamentally, though, plenty of optimism remained heading into 2022. Live cattle futures closed an average of $2.02 lower week-to-week on Monday. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices lost some ground on limited trade last week. Live prices were 2 to $4 lower in Kansas and Nebraska at $136 to $138 a hundredweight. They were $4 lower in the Texas Panhandle at $136 and steady to $2 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $138. Dress prices were $2 lower in Nebraska at $218 and steady to $3 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $217 to $218. The five area direct weighted average steer price last week was $137.39 a hundredweight on a live basis, which was $2.50 lower than the previous week. The average steer price in the beef was $1.29 lower at $218.42. Although prices have declined in two consecutive weeks, finished cattle prices remain relatively strong compared to where they were just a few months ago, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He attributes softer cash prices mostly to declining wholesale beef prices and retailers shifting their product selection heading into the post-holiday period. The average dress steer weight the week ending December 4th was 928 pounds, according to USDA's actual slaughter under federal inspection report. That was 2 pounds heavier than the previous week, 6 pounds heavier than 2 weeks earlier, and 6 pounds heavier than the same week a year earlier. The average dressed heifer weight was 4 pounds heavier than the previous week at 851 pounds, and 1 pound heavier than the same week last year. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at CAFnews.net. You'll find everything from cattle handling tips to an examination of the ongoing challenges faced by ranchers on the Mexican border, to a reflection on grilling from the history guy, to a profile of Matthew Bones Hooks, a pioneering black cowboy and civic leader who was recently inducted into the National Cowboy Hall of Fame, and lots, lots more. Take a look. Calves and feeder cattle sold mixed last week, but still relatively strong at the weekly auctions monitored by Cattle Current. More specifically, steers and heifers weighing less than 700 pounds sold steady to $3 a hundredweight higher 
in the south central state and southeast, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Steers and heifers weighing more than 700 pounds traded weak to $3 lower in those same regions. AMS analysts point out auction volume will be very limited over the next two weeks. The CME feeder cattle index was $1.46 lower week-to-week on Friday at $160.70. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $4.36 lower week-to-week on Monday, from $2.35 lower at the back to $6.30 lower in spot jam. Feeder cattle futures have declined a few dollars off their contract highs, but the price levels being offered are profitable levels for most producers, Griffith says. He recommends that producers evaluate acceptable price levels to hedge, explaining the market certainly has the potential to move back to contract highs, but the market is likely to hit some turbulent times, as has been common the past several years. USDA's Economic Research Service increased the feeder steer price outlook for next year in the latest Livestock, Dairy, and Poultry Outlook. ERS forecasts next year's annual average feeder steer price $3.50 higher than the previous month's estimate at $159 a hundredweight. That's basis steers weighing 750 to 800 pounds and selling at Oklahoma City. The 2021 estimated annual average increased by $1.25 to $146.80. So next year's annual average price is projected to be $12.20 more than this year. Wholesale beef prices continued their seasonal decline last week. Choice box beef cutout value was 84 cents lower week to week on Monday at $262.38 hundredweight. Select was $2.97 lower at $250.67. Despite weakening wholesale prices, Griffith points out consumers are unlikely to see much price relief. He explains the all-fresh retail price for beef in November was $7.52 a pound, which was a slight decline from the record all-fresh retail beef price set in October. Although retail beef prices are expected to slowly decline moving forward as wholesale prices continue to moderate, he says consumers are not expected to see immediate relief as retail prices are always slow to respond to changes in the wholesale value whether prices are increasing or they're decreasing. Even so, Griffith adds there's little indication of consumers turning away for beef purchases. More broadly, analysts with the Livestock Marketing Information Center say in the latest Livestock Monitor, the consumer price index in November of 6.8% year-over-year marked the steepest rate of growth since June of 1982. The food consumer price index grew by 6.1% in November which was the fastest rate of growth since October of 2008. LMIC analysts say much of that increase is likely being driven by surging meat and poultry prices. The U.S. economy is poised to slow next year relative to this year, but economic growth will continue at a pace that's well above average, according to analysts with CoBank's Knowledge Exchange. They explain consumers have powered the economic recovery since mid-2020, and they will continue to do so in the coming year. Consumer spending is expected to rise another 4-5% next year, and gross domestic product is expected to grow by roughly 4.5%. That's according to CoBank's Outlook report for next year, which examines several key factors 
that will shape agriculture and market sectors that serve rural communities throughout the United States. Among report highlights, if the global economy is to perform well next year, it will do so despite three significant headwinds, a persistent pandemic, monetary tightening in the U.S., and slowing growth in China. Further, the pandemic has significantly altered how our economy functions. For instance, through October in 2021, Americans spent 18% more on goods and about 1% less on services than they did in 2019. Compounded by a labor shortage, co-bank analysts say it's easy to see why supply chains have become one of the biggest economic challenges of the pandemic. They add that the worst of the bottlenecks should be behind us and should diminish in the coming year. Still, co-bank analysts say the U.S. farm economy will continue to struggle with the ongoing supply chain dysfunction and cost inflation issues that emerged last summer. They explain historically strong prices will be more than offset by increases in cost structure for nearly all crop production, including row crops, fruits and vegetables, and hay. Co-bank economists don't anticipate any significant pullback in farm level costs until the third quarter at the earliest. And that's your CAF News Price Point podcast for the 21st of December. This is Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.